Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Woodstock, Georgia, it's time for Kid Biz Radio. Kid Biz Radio creates conversations about the power of entrepreneurship and the positive impact that journey can have on kids. For more information, go to kidbizexpo.com. Now, here's your hosts. Welcome to this very special edition of Kid Biz Radio. Stone Payton here with you this morning, and we have a studio full. We've got some young entrepreneurs, and we have the folks who are behind the scenes running this marvelous organization, Renee Deerdorf and Amy Guest. Welcome back to the studio. Hello. Happy 2023. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be an exciting season. I've missed you guys. You know, I went chasing elk in Kentucky for a couple of weeks. And so I've been out of pocket, and uh, I actually got back in time to go to the gala. But the only thing I harvested, no elk, was a terrible cold. I didn't want to get oh, anybody no, sick, so bummer. that's why I didn't. We were uh, missing you. Well, yeah. I, I really wanted to attend. I'm looking forward to future events, and I want to talk about that in a little bit. But get me up to speed on the gala. How did it go? It was awesome. It was so much fun. Oh, my goodness. It all came together (laughs) somehow. (laughs) We had a great time. We held it at Woodstock City Church, and um, we appreciate them letting us use that space. And we had over 100 people there. And Kevin Williams from Chick-fil-A was a great speaker. The kids were really engaged in his his speech and conversation. He was very entertaining. So that that was the highlight for sure. Yeah. Fantastic. And we are going to talk about some upcoming events before we close because I want to make sure that our listeners kind of have that calendar together. And can they also go to the website and, and see upcoming stuff? That, that's And what's the website again? It's kidbizexpo.com. Well, that's handy. Yeah. <laughs> we might try to make it easy. Keep it easy. Yeah. Uh, and then as early as this Sunday afternoon, I've got it on my, my calendar, and uh, I would like to attend if I can. Absolutely. You've got a, a workshop, and the kids are going to play a very active role in actually facilitating this workshop, yeah? Yes. That is correct. So this Sunday at 3 o'clock, right here at the Innovation Spot, um, we will be hosting the first of the year's uh, workshop on brainstorming. And it will be led by our older, more seasoned kidpreneurs, um, one of which we have in the room, Austin. Hello. Hello, Miss Austin. So uh, are you ready for this workshop? Have you thought about what you're going to say or questions you might ask? Um, I have thought about a few questions to ask, um, have begun to think about how this is going to go and what me and Layla are going to talk about and help these kids brainstorm about what they're going to do and just some new ideas in general for the whole, for the new year. It'll be a good place for, um, kids who want to start a business, but don't know where to start or have a couple ideas, a way to hone in on that kind of bouncing ideas off of each other, but also kids with businesses that maybe want to plan out some new things for the year. So it'll be a good, like, open forum kind of So they'll be leading it, but it'll be kids talking to kids. And the parents can chime in, too, of course, because I'm sure they'll have questions, especially if it's brand new, which is totally fine because we'll be there as well. (laughs) Um, But it'll be very interactive, and um, we've done something similar last year. It kind of turned into that, which made us think about – um, it was at the end of last year, made us think about this one being a great way to start the year where these kids were just, just the ideas that they had were amazing and it turned into a really good conversation. So we're looking forward to this one. Great. And it's okay if an old man with broken dreams Absolutely. comes in and gets re-inspired. Absolutely. You're always welcome. Yes. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Well, you know, I thought that maybe for this edition of Kid Biz Radio, it might be a good idea to go back and uh, get you guys to share 
what I call the origin story. How did it all get started? What compelled you to do it? Some of what you learned along the way. I know our listeners would be interested, and I certainly am. So, yeah, please please share that origin story with us, if you would. Sure. Um, we can do that. Let's see. So, two years ago? Maybe a little bit longer. Like, two and a half. I don't know. Anyway, my middle daughter is a dreamer, and she was going to run the world of uh, cotton candy. She was going to rule the world. Um, she decided she wanted to sell it, and I was like, okay, let's figure this out. So we'll, I'll take you to uh, farmer's markets in the area, and you can sell your cotton candy. Her sisters were her employees. We all worked together. It was very fun experience. But then, of course, her sisters decided that um, they didn't want to be employees anymore. They wanted to be their own business owners. So we figured out a couple business ideas for everybody else. Then we were taking, so I was taking three girls to farmer's markets, which, of course, led um, when your bestie has two daughters <laughs> of her own and they see what their friends are doing. They're like, they're like oh, I need on this action. wait a minute. So then they had business ideas. So now we're the two of us are taking five girls to farmer's markets around the area um, and little tiny events that was it too um, high, like didn't cost too much for moms to, you know, <laughs> Um, invest in their kids for this. Um, the community was so supportive and very sweet. Everybody loved seeing kids working hard at something and, you know, doing something for themselves and running a business and trying something new. But also at the same time, we kind of felt that it wasn't the the best avenue to hmm. showcase the kids. It almost um, felt like novelty. Like, oh, isn't that cute? Yeah, like they were very nice about it, but yeah. it wasn't. They were competing with adults because well, adults do that for a living. You know, go to event to event mm-hmm. to support themselves, and we were just kind of like on the sidelines, and we didn't. I don't know. It just felt more like we needed our own venue. So we're like, wait a minute, <laughs> we could try this. We could try this. Mm-hmm. So light bulb went off, and Renee and I are like, okay, let's do a kids vendor event maybe there's other kids in the area i mean we already got five we're halfway there right <laughs> yeah we started Very by getting interest you know we asked the community if something they'd be interested in people jumped all over it so that kind of Gave us a little fire there to make it happen. So we hosted our very first Kid Biz Expo, just the two of us, August of 2021 at Sutali Baptist Church. And we had 27 seven kids. Wow. 27 kids. That had right to be encouraging. Bat. It was so it was. exciting. Uh, we had a DJ and um, Renee's husband, Adam, is in the fire department. So he brought the fire truck and oh, that wow. was, of course, entertaining. We had yeah. a bounce house, food, um, trucks. food trucks, and we just turned it into a fun community event. And if you know where Sutali is, it's it's not close <laughs> to anything. <laughs> um, it's not there's no residual people come walking around. Um, so we had at least over two, three hundred people that Whoa. showed up solely for us. Based on our efforts, efforts, <laughs> our, our marketing efforts, we were determined to make it a, an event for these kids. So we were very excited and exhausted. <laughs> it was exhausting. It was yes. so rewarding. The feel, um, the environment of walking around and hearing the comments from the people, the spectators and the, the parents involved and the kids involved. Like you watch these kids that are like, I don't know what's happening at the beginning of the day to the end of the day, like running the show, you know, and really feeling inspired and in the moment and just like proud of themselves. And then people walking around notice that and they're engaging these kids and they're wanting to know more. And 
then asking us, is this, this we're doing this again, right? Like when, when is this happening again? And (laughs) is this what you guys do for a living? And we're like, whoa, (laughs) (laughs) hold on. Yeah. But, um, so then we're like the next day, I guess we have to do this again. (laughs) (laughs) Is this something like people hmm. liked it? So we had a connection in Milton and we went over there to host. Uh, we did a holiday themed one in November. So just a couple months later with how many kids did we have? Like 35, 35 I think something like 30s, that. Yeah. 35 kids. And then that was even bigger because it was in a location that had, was like a live work play area. So people nice. were able to walk around and they're like, what's happening over here? You know, and it became like an event. Yeah. We had Santa, we had face axe painting, throwing. axe throwing, bounce houses. It was amazing. So with that, we're like, okay, maybe we do have something. So then we thought about, you know, well, we should probably make this a nonprofit organization. And then in December, we applied for a 501c3. We got that in March. And that seems like a very short window. I would have uh-huh. thought it would have taken much longer we than that. We were surprised. We were very surprised. Uh, yeah, everybody told us it's like, the, it, which is not, I'm not minimizing it at all. It's a lot of paperwork. Um, but mm. yeah, luck, somehow we managed to push it through as quick as possible. And they got it done in that like three month window, which was oh. great. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to say the rest is history, but I mean, that was not even a year ago that we got that. So last year we spent, the year developing the foundation of the organization and we had three more expos and you know here we are and <laughs> here we are and, and you have office space in the same facility mm-hmm. that i'm in the innovation yes, spot yes. you're over in the other building yeah we are we have an office now we've been doing um we had a numerous workshops last last year we had the three big expos um one at the mill at etowah in april we had our summer expo at the Woodstock Arts Green. And then we had our October expo last year at alongside Crabapple Fest back at Milton, which was massive. It was <laughs> so many people. Yes. So that was a lot of fun. So we're, um, I think, total between the expos of last year and workshops, we had over 150 kids involved in our program, yep. which is amazing. And super inspiring and exciting. So obviously we're hoping for that continued encouragement this year. We started the podcast. We started this podcast with yeah. you, Stone, which has been fun. Gosh, what else have we done? The, the parades. <laughs> so much. We've done a couple parades, which is just super fun for that like exciting time. Just like a low-key cool thing where you get to throw candy at people. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we had our inaugural board of directors. So we've wow. got some amazing people that help with that. Uh, we had 10 workshops. I know you mentioned the workshops. We were in Around Canton Magazine. We were the June cover nice. of Around Canton Magazine with this beautiful cover girl next to me. <laughs> she still loves me for that one. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> we presented to the community a few times with One Million Cups and also at Canton Business Club, um, which was really fun. Yeah, it was good. To be able to try to get awareness out to the community of business leaders we get in front of them. And, yeah. yeah, and get in front of them. because And because of that, I feel like we garnered a lot of support from the community. Absolutely. You really have gotten a tremendous amount of support from the Wichita community, the Canton community, Mm -hmm. Cherokee County, all of these folks. They've really rallied, haven't they? They have. It's been, I I can't even describe, like to to have other people believe in your passion and to support it. And it's a a great feeling. We attribute a lot of that momentum that we had last year to that. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because getting the word out and just supporting it. And it helped us believe in ourselves, which helped us keep going. And it's just this whole thing. So grateful is the best word, I think, for sure. How I was feeling, especially at the gala, just the accomplishments and, you know, just seeing all the kids in the room and we had them stand up and we got to applaud them and we got to thank our board and just, yeah, there's a lot of people in that room that we were very um, proud to have there and we were very grateful for their support all year. Yeah. And clearly the the kids are learning and growing through mm-hmm. this process. Do the two of you feel like you have been learning and, and growing mm-hmm. along the way oh as well? Oh my goodness, yes. You've been in uncomfortable situations, but that's where you grow. Yes. Mm. You don't grow in your comfort zone. We've learned a lot. Yes, Renee has pulled me out of my comfort zone yes. <laughs> numerous times. I am not a public speaker, as I'm sure anybody who's been in the room with me has noticed. But we have presented so many times now that... It's a, it's a learning process and it's much less overwhelming. Um, I'm now more capable. <laughs> I would say so. Um, we've learned so much more about non, the nonprofit industry yeah. in general and the business behind it because it is still a business. And so learning that those foundations has definitely been eye opening and that's a learning process. Yeah. Cause neither one of us had nonprofit experience in the past. It was a brand new world for us. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it was. What do we do from the get go? So <laughs> that's sure. a part of the community. I mean, the community helped us with that too. So. Yeah, our board was critical in that, um, helping us discover and lay that foundation. Yeah, doing everything right from the beginning. That was a big thing for us and making sure that it's not just half done, you know, because we owed it to the kids and the community to make sure that this thing can build from the ground up. So another constituency that surely benefits tremendously from this and learns a great deal is the parents. What are some, I'll call them pro tips, but what are some things to keep in mind as you're Kid expresses an interest in entrepreneurship, maybe some do's or don'ts or some things, some resources, some things to be reading or thinking about that. that let, let's, let's leave them with some pro tips in this segment. Do you have any pro t- tips that you have learned that um, as coming from the kid's point of view, possibly? Um, there have been many lessons to learn along the way of starting a new business out of just an idea you get from going from that to going to markets to expanding your business as much as you can to get it out there. Um, A good lesson is definitely interacting with customers. You definitely get better at that as you go. It is definitely a difficult start for some people. It's kind of hard to interact in some ways, but by the end of the day, it just gets easier and easier to interact with the customers and talk to them and get them interested in your products or your service. Um, that has definitely been a helpful learning that along the way. Also, like she was talking about earlier, public speaking has gotten much easier as well. Which I imagine has helped at school also. Yes, yes, it has, <laughs> especially since we're starting to do that a bit more. So how about in interacting with your parents? Are there some things that they've done apparently very well that kept you encouraged? Because I could see that same conversation happening in some household. Mm-hmm. And uh, even not on purpose, just inadvertently, it gets shut down just Mm. because the parent doesn't quite know how to handle the conversation or doesn't want the kid to get disappointed or... I'd say listen Mm -hmm. and let them kind of just have that brainstorm and open discussion because... And don't... I think a lot of people get maybe shut it down because they don't have that mindset 
and mm. it over it overwhelms them or they think that it's too much. And and before we kind of got started, there really wasn't a place for that kid to try that stuff out. And that's why we are doing what we're doing because uh-huh. it, it, and we've talked to parents that are like, well, I'm not really, you know, entrepreneurial minded and I didn't know what to do with this kiddo that's got all these ideas. And so it's a place to channel that. And our workshops are a great way to kind of dabble in all of that. And, um, we're always, we're always available, you know, if, if a parent needed to talk to us individually, of course, but biggest thing is listen because, you know, and just try something small and let them get creative. I mean, it just depends on what they're wanting to do, but yeah, don't shut it down. Let them try to I think, express yeah, their thoughts on a that. A big part of that is letting them try Yep, because mm. that is probably the hardest thing, I guess, as a parent, just in all aspects, like you don't want them to fail, you know, right. but they have to try, you know, and so if it starts with something as simple as a lemonade stand or whatever craft that they want to create, and even if you're worried that it's not going to sell, they still need to experience all the parts that go with it, the good and bad. So just letting them try something helps. It's good. Only help them. And yeah. It's the life skills that they're learning that go along with it. That's the point of all of it. So I wonder at the other end of the continuum, is there also the trap of maybe pushing too hard, too fast? Like mm-hmm. you, you get so excited. Yes. Like, like as an entrepreneur, I would be so excited if my kid wanted to be, <laughs> yeah. a, and then I'd want to do too much and maybe not place enough accountability on them. So there's yeah, that we too, have right? seen, unfortunately, I've seen a couple instances where the it becomes more of what the parent wants than what mm-hmm. the kid wants. And then mm. the kid gets burned out because it's not fun anymore, you know? And, and so that kind of correlates, you know, in along the lines, but it's starting that conversation that like, you know, like how you approach things, like wh- how much effort you put in your accountability for it and then things of that nature. So letting them hold the stake in it because it is theirs. And not let trying to do the work. let them do the work and make them feel like if, if they want to do this or not, you know, but trying to take it over or run it how you want it run is mm-hmm. takes that joy away from them. Yeah, they, they have to have ownership in it one way or the other. So, yeah, good yeah. point. So at this point, what's <laughs> the most fun? What are you guys finding the most rewarding about the work? Good question. Oh, man. I mean, we love Expo Day. Expo days. Like that. I like, mean, you know, days. it's stressful leading up to it, just trying to make sure all the ducks in a row. But when it's kind of like, oh, okay, we're here. Once it Do starts this. and it comes yeah. together, yeah. walking around is like just this uplifting, like, yeah, we did this. We did this. <laughs> but, you know, just it's just fun to show the community and let these kids do their thing. And let everybody see it all come together. And because, you know, we talk about how the the workshops lead up to the expos and that supports the kids along the way and keeps the conversation going and gives resources to everybody along the way. But the expo day is like, this is why we do this. This is why we're here. Mm-hmm. We're seeing it in action, seeing the smiles on everyone's faces and, not, you know, not just the community, but the kids and their parents and everything. And then they feel I know they feel the same way. Like, this is why we did all this, especially if it's a kid that's brand new and hadn't done it before they're getting the full circle they've been working really hard making the inventory doing all having the conversations and they may not exactly see how it all clicks yet but then they're making money (laughs) and they're you know doing all the things and they're seeing the fruits of their labor and just feeling proud of themselves and just knowing that that's that day that that happens that's what we love Mm -hmm. and at this point you guys are really beginning maybe you're further than even i realize beginning to develop or maybe you already have begun to package methodology, discipline, rigor, steps to 
okay, here's a um, a, a path, a, uh, like a, a roadmap mm-hmm. for for he- helping your kid get into business or for the kid to get into business. Yes. You- yeah, I think that, and you can interrupt me anytime, no, you're fine. but when we were developing workshops for this year, mm-hmm. we took what we learned last year, which is what you do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we've noticed a pattern. And you were talking about a path, but there's like a pattern bleeding up from now to the expo. And then when the expo's over, recapping, figure out, you know, reevaluate, readjust, or just bringing in new kids, you know, talk about like brainstorming thing. And then you're leading up to the next one again. So, you know, the elevator pitches and all the things that were very successful last year for people just getting ready for the expos, just trying to lean into that and develop this pattern. So over time, we will have more methodology, but we're crafting that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's another year of learning. We yes. always learn. Um, but yes, we have definitely found a pattern. Fantastic. Now, forgive me, I get my entrepreneurs mixed up. So I don't know if it's Austin or Layla or who it is. <laughs> but somebody in this ecosystem has got a new business that they're launching has made quite a substantial Pivot, or, so it is you, Austin. It's Austin. Yes, it so are, you, are you up for describing this new business? Oh, my sure, goodness. Yes. It has definitely pivoted. <laughs> yes, very big That's pivot. Okay. So I originally started with epoxy crafts, like resin, tumblers, keychains, that sort of thing. And this year, I have recently pivoted to a mobile photo booth business, which has been a fun journey already, and we've just started. Um, we got a small camper, a camper that it's like so cute and like little vintage little vintage <laughs> camper and we have set it up to where the outside it has a ton of different decor and set up different scenes and all these different things that you can have different for photo shoots for photo shoots that you can bring to many different events or you can use oh. for really any occasion and soon we are going to open up the inside to have a photo booth machine with different backdrops and different props Sweet. so that you have the outside for photos and the inside for a more photo booth feel yes <laughs> and so you, you can be present at the at the expo for this yes. kind of thing yes. but it, it strikes me as something that you might be at some point willing to However, the structure is rented out for a, a, an event yes. of some kind. Yes, you can rent it out for an event or I can bring it to an event such as an expo or a farmer's market or wow. any event of that nature. Mm-hmm. And wow. photographers can and use it. Ph- yes, photographers can rent it out and have their clients. and do, Like mini sessions. Yeah, mini sessions. We could do parties, weddings. So we're, we're trying to figure out all yes. that it's capable of at the moment. And what you enjoy yes. being there for and doing it for. Yes. Yeah, I got to believe having the experience of being in the other business has probably served you really well in getting this one off the ground yeah yes i have from what i've learned previously with my other business has really helped um carry on into this one with all the different lessons like the interacting with customers public speaking the money management the time management Mm. just everything Uh has come together to help with this new business so what's the biggest lesson you feel like you've learned around money um before (laughs) to save it yes (laughs) with my previous business it helped a lot for me to start saving more money rather than just spending it all on something as soon as i see it um it has helped me save stuff to get new more materials maybe some new materials and um even pay maybe even pay somebody if they help me out during an expo Mm. uh, that i have money saved up for that it has definitely helped with money saving So a ton of things coming up in 2023. Mm -hmm. I know about a couple. I'm going to try to attend the 
upcoming workshop. I plan to be at, you've collaborated with another organization to do something, I think, at some point, the the Limitless mm-hmm. uh, folks. You've got your spring gala. I'm just hitting some of the high spots. <laughs> and, and, and people can go to the website. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just give us some broad strokes on some upcoming stuff. Well, first that's happening are the workshops. So we are also having workshops in the Milton area, too. Uh-huh. So you know, the brainstorming is this weekend, and the next weekend there's going to be one in Milton. So it gives people an opportunity. There will be 20 workshops this year. Wow. That's what we have on 20? the calendar. Yeah. 20? You know so there's only 52 so weeks in a year. It's so we're doubling a lot. Yeah, oh, my gosh. Um, but there, it's... It's brainstorming for both in January, but it just gives people more dates. Mm-hmm. So, and if they loved it and they want to come again, they're welcome to, and they can cool. provide a lot of insight to it. So, we have workshops on the docket, and the first expo is going to be at the mill on Etowah in April, April twenty third, mm-hmm. a Sunday from ten to two. Then we'll have one on July eighth in uh-huh. Woodstock again. So that's our pattern. Yes. Spring is in the at the mill in. Canton, and then we have summer in Woodstock, and then we'll be at Crabapple Fest again. They asked us fun. to come back and yeah. do that in this fall, in October. So, And as far um, with the Limitless organization, we're working and coordinating with them to offer more accessible and inclusive areas of our expos mm. um, to encourage their audience to be a part of our expos. So that's very exciting. So we'll be promoting that this year. We are working on incorporating two more of our programs, the um, Kid Biz Coach and Kid Biz Connect, hopefully, one of which will be starting as soon as March. So there'll be more details on that. It's a mentorship program that we're working on. We have a date scheduled for our golf tournament. We can announce that. Save the date. September 11th. It's a Monday. It's a Monday. We will be at Bridge Mill Golf Course for our golf tournament. Which will be fun. Yes, save the date. Save the date on that. Let's see. We also have our scholarship fund that we have. We have some funds that we can use for the first expo where we want to um, have some kids apply for that, and they will get their vendor fees paid for. So that's from the help of the community. Yeah, when we were, um, the community was very helpful in supporting that cause when we were selling ornaments and out doing some small fundraisers. All those proceeds will go. And benefit some kids to um, pay for their vendor fees. We are so blessed with this community. And it sounds like they've helped directly and probably created some marvelous opportunities to connect with area business people mm-hmm. who want to rally mm-hmm. behind this kind of effort. I know that this particular type of effort is very dear to the, to the Business Radio X family. It's something that we really want to support. So there are going to be, continue to be opportunities for local businesses to support. And I suspect you can get pretty creative in whatever's <laughs> going to serve them and support the kids, right? Yes, we are going to have community partner, annual community partner um, opportunities, and the levels will be geared towards small business in the area. People want to help, and we appreciate it so much. So we want to help make that possible. What a fantastic year this is going to be. It's going to be busy. Yeah. It's going to be busy. <laughs> yeah, so if I look like a deer in headlights, just I'm not. Just we look give me a high five all the we'll time. Yeah. Just keep moving. Yeah, I'm good. I'm fine. Just give me a high five and we'll move forward. We're well, good. we are so delighted that you guys are putting so much energy and effort into this. And we want to support you any way we can. And when I say we, I don't just mean Business Radio X. I mean the local business community, the community at large. Keep up the good work. <laughs> Thank you. And keep us posted. And let's get some of these community folks and some of these business folks in the studio and give them a chance to share their story and and talk about how and why Mm -hmm. they want to be a 
be a part of this. This it, I really enjoy doing the show. If you can't tell, this is a lot of fun. <laughs> well, we love that you enjoy this. It's definitely been helpful for yes, us. We appreciate <laughs> your support so much. It's my pleasure. All right. Until next time, this is Stone Payton for our guest today, our room full of youth entrepreneurs, and of course, Amy Guest and Renee Deerdorf, and everyone here at the Business Radio X family saying we'll see you next time on Kid Biz Radio.